0: Enthusiast Gaming Podcast, where today we're going to be discussing game development. We actually have a game developer with us for the first time ever on the show, so we're excited to talk to him about that. He's also our artist, and I will introduce him in just a moment. With me, as always, is my good friend Wes. Wes, how are you
1: doing, man? What's going on, my friend? I'm doing good today.
0: I'm doing well also. Wes, where can people find you if they want to keep up with you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at grendel 5 xbx and if you're ever in the Atlantic City area, uh you can catch me at Level Up Entertainment in the Hamilton Mall, Mays Landing, New Jersey.
0: Awesome. I'm Matt. You guys can follow me at from NGA to C A over on Twitter. The two is the number two. Now for our guests. Bernardo Del Castillo. Oh, He's yeah. our artist, right? So you do you do almost I would say 95% of the art and graphics for Nerdusiest, right?
2: I mean I, yeah, I have in the in some some time it's been, but yeah. I think. I don't I don't, I haven't seen every single piece of art that you guys use, but I think I kinda had it's, a hand. It, it's almost it. entirely
0: yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh yeah, we don't really have any artists, you know, in house, uh, but this is this is the closest thing. I mean, he's in our Discord, we consider him part of our team, but we do, you know, uh, you know, call upon him when we need some art for sure, and he's always there to help us out, which yeah. we really appreciate. Um, but mm-hmm. Bernardo, go ahead and introduce yourself. Why don't you talk about what it is you do with game development and as as well as you being an artist.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm originally from by trade graphic designer. So that's why I kind of have a bit of a way around graphics. I guess I worked as a motion graphics designer for years. But then I just really wanted to be a game developer. I never really thought it was an option. But after a while, just, I don't know, searching for my destiny and stuff. I I ended up like studying game programming directly after being kind of a programmer, like a geek nerd all of my life. I was like, no, I need to do this. And I, I went to Australia, actually, and I studied game programming for three years there, uh, mostly because it was affordable because <laughs> the States was, oh, not possible. And yeah, I ended up kind of uh, starting a company with some friends from Australia um and that kind of worked for a bit we had a few games in mobile and a few games in playstation but but after a while like it was pretty much a side job for all of the us and only i really had the i don't know the push to keep going i, I suppose but i guess it, it also happened that i had the option to keep going and um and yeah, that's it. Like I've I've been doing making games ever since. It's been like twelve years now. I do some freelance stuff. I do some a lot of stuff for my my own IP, my my own ideas. Um I help out people who need some art often or illustration, but honestly, like it, it it's logos, illustration. I'm pretty flexible when it comes to that. Um I try to keep myself nimble. Um but yeah, mostly focused on game development and yeah, my own IP,
1: I suppose. Cool. Well Bernardo, you you mentioned uh, actually, um you mentioned right, that yeah, you sorry. do uh you've done games in the past and you mentioned PlayStation. Can you mention some of the PlayStation titles you've worked on?
2: Yeah, I probably should have mentioned that my company's called Raptus Games. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we had uh the first first thing that we did remember was an on-rails shooter for mobile but after that we went we did a kind of like a it was a uh, remember the donkey kong barrel sections in the original donkey kong Mm -hmm. it was kind of like that idea and we took it like we've we originally made it for the phone as well but we expanded it and made it into a a playstation game that had kind of like more of an adventure mode and everything and everything so that was the first game that we did for for PlayStation and we I did a port for 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 Vita and then for the for the PS4 at the time uh and well it was kind of the idea was to learn how the how the process was uh to just submit something into PlayStation uh and that was yeah it was a lot because yeah we were we were self publishing uh at the time Well, I still am but but it was a very big learning curve to get that done. What was the name of the title? the 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 game in the PlayStation store is is still available. It's called uh, Super Blast Deluxe. So yeah, originally it was Tap and Blast, but the the Super Blast Deluxe version is the one that's on on PlayStation, and it's a. Uh, yeah, I think that it did pretty well at the time for for our expectations. It was just kind of like a experiment. So yeah, pretty happy with it. But, but now I'm I'm working. I've been working for a bit, let me, a bit over, I think, eight years on this new game that I've got coming. And yeah, I'm I'm really hoping this one hits harder. <laughs> this is more ambitious and a lot more. Um, I know. I'm I'm a lot happier with it as well. Awesome, man. Yeah.
0: Well, we're going to talk more about that game shortly, but let's head back to the beginning. What got you into video games in the first place? And then what's your favorite game platform or console of choice?
2: Well, actually it's a kind of maybe maybe not exciting story, maybe exciting story. I I my parents were absolutely against video games they thought they rotted the mind in some ways <laughs> not really but like i i honestly i didn't have like i i didn't have tv hours at like when i was younger i could only watch tvs on on the weekend uh i didn't have access to a console i didn't have access to much of a computer <laughs> anyway and so it was always very titillating to me like very exciting ooh like i remember like seeing the first games like even like solitaire i remember just seeing when Solitaire was completed (laughs) back in the day and seeing like the bouncing cards out of the. And it was like, oh my God, this is so cool. And at some point, I remember my uncle used to play Wolfenstein. And that was like, wow, Wolfenstein 3D, like the original. And I was like, oh God, this is fantastic. Yeah. But I never really thought of it that way. Yeah. (laughs) I never really thought of it as an option, as, as I said. So. Yeah, later on, I was mostly gravitating towards art and then digital art. And then there was a few options in which I was, like, learning to program. But, like, it was hard to imagine even how those two things connected when you're looking at programming, like, dry programming and like, video games. It's just, like, it's two worlds. And it still is. Like, I... Yeah, there there still is a very big gap, like between like the actual hard programming in my mind, like the like the engine programming and the video game programming, which is it's not quite like building websites, but it's a lot more of like oh, I got like these blocks and I'm putting them into functions that someone else kind of made. I, I, I don't program my own engine. I I had some classes on like OpenGL and. And DirectX, which is like the basics of a lot of game programming in, in in PC, but I never really, well, in everything really, but I never never went too far into it. It's just not, it's just not that exciting for me. I, there's a lot of people that love it, but not, yeah, it wasn't really. My my direction. I was always more interested in the in the design side, like in the experience design part of it. I always wanted to either do something interactive, something more media focused. I I wanted to make movies for a bit, and it felt like oh, like this is the thing that has all the things, you know. This is video games kind of do all those other things, allow all of these experiences. Uh, yeah, and so it it was obvious i just needed to do it and i, I still need to do it in a way uh, oh yeah yeah that's great yeah
0: yeah that's awesome man mm. so what about your favorite uh like system or game what's your, do you have a favorite game of all time and then like what's your preferred system of choice
2: oh uh, right systems i again because i didn't really have a system i remember my first system was a secondhand genesis which i nice. had like three three games for and I rented the rest I I remember I had Sonic 2 I had a very good Sonic game Mm -hmm. it's there is no such thing but sure oh Uh, Oh. (laughs) I just I have I have opinions about Sonic we can talk about it later (laughs) but I had a bootleg like volleyball game and I had a game that was called combat cars and then, yeah, I don't know. I remember renting a lot of bad games at the time, a lot of games that I couldn't finish. I was very bad at it. Uh, and that was and, and at that time, I think that people were getting their Nintendo sixty fours. So I was okay. very b- behind in what games could mm-hmm. be. Um, as for my favorite game that came much later, like when I could buy myself a Dreamcast, that's that's when I started actually gaming. but. But I didn't really see the potential of games until much later, I think. I remember really loving uh, Zelda, Zelda's Madras Mask, not even Ocarina of Time. I just thought that Madras Mask was so freaking weird and scary. It was and weird. Like, I just I...
0: couldn't stand the time, man. That whole controlling the time, it pissed <laughs> me off. I was like, you guys
2: are... <laughs> <laughs> but but even that even that was kind of fascinating because it was not a game that was it was not just skill it was not just uh like fun it it was pressure it was like dread and i really loved that that's feeling. not what i want out
0: of zelda though the, zelda is supposed to be go on an adventure figure go and explore right and i, I felt don't like you're, you're making I have no I mean I did and I was like what are you guys doing this is not this is the antithesis of what Zelda is supposed sure, to be I'm
2: sure I'm sure I had no expectations of what Zelda was like I didn't I hadn't really played I played I played a bit of Ocarina before Majora's I didn't have either of them it was at a friend's house and uh Ocarina was too big it was too like just too much time into it you know and and this one was more bite-sized that so I could understand it. It it had more defined rules. And later on, I remember in the PlayStation Two, it was Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, two and, great,
1: great games. Great games. Yeah.
2: Very. Uh, those were my favorites at the time, and I think that now, now my favorite game is probably Journey. That that game company's Journey. It's it was PS3 uh, exclusive at the time. It's one of the best
0: really,
2: games of all time. I mean, that was for me. And it still is for me. Like, I think that it's, uh as far as games go, you know, I have a philosophy of, like, just remove everything that's unnecessary. Like, if you can, if it's not improving the experience that you're having, that you're, that you're intending the player to have, just cut it out. And to me, that's a game that just removed everything that wasn't necessary. It's perfect. It's the it only is. perfect game that I can think of. Hmm. And yeah, but like, of course, if you want to go into more like I still enjoy numbers going up and, and, you know, the fun things about games, you know, but like but that really that like in my more intellectual, I don't know, game creator brain that really hits. Yeah, it, it's an achievement. So we already kind of mentioned
0: when you uh started creating games um I obviously we didn't talk get into this too deeply I mean you mentioned it briefly but when when exactly did you start doing this solo because you mentioned you were with uh you know a team of people in Australia um so when did this turn into like you doing stuff solo?
2: well it never was intentionally doing stuff solo really um what happened is that I was working with a team in Australia and my partner uh got offered a job kind of in the school where we where we studied as a teacher and also i think a thing like a small temp thing at, at EA so he was not really going to be able to keep working on it and so it was like the option of like do we continue and i said i fully understood but i immediately tried hiring people and the problem with that is that it's an indie thing and i don't like I didn't have a lot of money to just just i pay someone, and right. um and i t- tried getting like younger people, I suppose, or less experienced people just to still paid not'm no. <laughs> not a bad boss right <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um but it was very difficult to really get them into a game that was halfway in development, and also just like the idea. I find that a lot of younger people have an expectation of this is going to be my job. This is what I, I come here to do. And when you're in the position that I am, which is like hey to I need to make some sound effects and I'm like I'm not a sound guy. I mean, I I kind of am now, right? But like that's the thing. I kind of am now. Like if I need animations, I'm not I don't have an an animator. If I have a problem programming, like I'm not going to have I, I mean, I can't ask the internet but like i had a lot of issues with people were like oh but that's not the thing i'm here to do that i never wanted to do this and i'm like <laughs> i get it i get it oh, i really man. do but, but like there's no not, one like, else at the yeah
0: they're not looking at the scale of things they're just being you know kind of selfish honestly they're just like well it's not. no my but i
2: i understand it as well like it, when you are looking for a job you're not expecting sometimes to have to do things that you're not qualified to you you feel bad often and like also when it when it turns turns out bad and we have to like redo it or i have to tell you no we're go- not going to be able to use that it sucks as well because you you weren't paid for this you're not in your element and you're being told that you did a poor job so like it it is demoralizing i understand it like as someone who doesn't really have an option like i get it it sucks to be me sometimes you know (laughs) and if if i were being paid for this i'd be like "Eh, maybe i'd i'd go find my own thing you know i i'd I'd do my own thing if 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 these are the conditions that i need to be like adhering to like working under so i i get it i feel like there needs to be a sense of ownership for this to work really and it's hard to give that to someone who's starting in in like halfway through a project that's not theirs. You know, like I tried, but again, I'm not, I'm not that experienced as a boss either. So, but yeah, that's the thing. So one thing after another, I was like, you know what, like I'm wasting time training people to get this job done. Let's just finish this job solo like this one particularly this game just let's do it let's complete it and then we'll see you know and and i am looking for people for the following game and yeah i mean fingers crossed that there will be a following game (laughs) uh no there will be i I, as i said i I can't i I must (laughs) i must make games but but yeah, no. Hopefully I'll I'll get more people in from the ground up and it'll be better, you know? Like that way there's more division, there's more, yeah, sense of ownership, understanding of the product and yeah, all of that.
1: Well, Bernardo, are you are you at liberty to talk a little bit about the game you're working on now?
2: Yeah, yeah. I actually, well, I mostly heard back from a lot of publishers that it won't happen, <laughs> that I, it won't be published by them. Um and that's fine. I think that like I probably should have searched for publishers earlier. That's something that people don't know. Uh, you generally want to have a, a very good vertical slice to present to publishers. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 making a game that originally was a, a student project uh, of mine, and uh, it was a very simple game uh, at the start. It was a reinterpretation of Bomberman. It was a uh, kind of like the idea was that it was a top down thing and you had these little like characters that at, at the time were were just yeah sprites that didn't even animate um and you'd place bombs and the the difference with Bomberman was that the bombs were radial were like cir- circles so it was like you you'd have to use kind of like the shadows of the the geometry of the mm. environment to to yeah to save yourself from the explosions, like shockwaves, and yeah, eventually we're like, I actually, I it was not my thing. This was my partner's uh, idea, I, my Australian half in in Raptus. He liked the game and thought, hey, we're still a little bit like fresh into this game dev, so why don't we do that uh, in 3D? And we started doing it, and. Yeah, it kind of grew and grew, and it became more of a a different game. It it has a versus mode still. It has that sort of like um, Bomberman, I guess, quality to it still. But it's a very very different game. It's um, closer to a a kind of Mario Metroidvania. We we spoke about it. It said it it. it Reminds well, your your comparison was actually very good of like that that the 3DS Mario uh, game. What I, I forget what the name of it is,
0: but Mario, Mario 3D World or Land, depending or world. on world. 3D World yeah, is but, on the uh, Wii U, 3D Land right. on the 3DS.
2: But it's kind of more of a an almost isometric. You don't really control the camera direction, but it's very like puzzle focused. A lot of like platforming. A lot of of uh, um, what's it called like larger areas puzzles yeah areas and, and it's kind of almost open worldish, uh, which is not evident at the start i guess it's it's presented as more of a sports game as a as a cy- cybernetic sports game where robots like fight in arenas to get uh the sponsorship of a uh, future brands that's perfect. Just tell the publishers it's a live service game and then flip
0: a dime on them at the end. They'll have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will pay for I it. I wish. Somebody will be like, oh, we all have 10 of them in development. Why not have 11?
2: <laughs> I wish. I wish I honestly, like the, the issue is that like actually, and the reason why all of these like live service games are such a struggle to make is because it's, it's actually a big fuckery to make any of them happen. Like it's it's a lot of work, um, and even simple small games turned into games as a service require a ton of like more planning and back end and things that are not necessarily game development in the back end. Well, which I guess now are part of game development, but like there's more business into the the the, the machinations of how progression work and how characters like players interact it's just yeah it's a lot yeah a
0: we, we're going to get into that in a little bit too that's yeah. going to be <laughs> yeah. coming up shortly um when we when we spoke earlier too um you know before we recorded you mentioned that uh you applied for id at xbox to try to get your dev kit. are you allowed to talk about that at all or is that like NDA 8 uh, or like what what can you and can't you say well no i mean i don't know what you can't say but what can you No, say? of
2: course no, I can I can like at least give advice about it because I, I, a lot of people think that it's a lot more complicated than it is. Um, generally, the process is actually quite easy, especially now. You can basically do all of it online. You you simply have to contact them and uh, send them a, a build of your game with like ideas like like videos or or concept art, and it can be pretty uh, early and. Um, request access to their dev kits and stuff and they will generally if it's a decent looking idea they will send dev kits to you you do need to be incorporated so you have to be a company that's one thing but other than that like it's it's fairly easy and they will yeah send over dev kits and they will give you the option to make your Your game in their platform and well of course every every single account is handled differently depending on like if i i don't even know like if my game will end up like in in game pass or something i think i every those things are case by case but yeah i I think the experience has been pretty good it's it's a lot more opaque in playstation and and well no apparently uh nintendo is actually pretty straightforward now today that's
0: good. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, so cool. it sounds like it's a good place to be at this time. Um yeah. do you typically pay yeah. for dev kits though or do they like I am no you said like Xbox is providing you with it but what about Sony and Nintendo do you have to pay for those dev kits or
2: I know that Sony is like would have sent it to us for free but uh in the case of our situation because I was in Chile at the time uh you have to pay for import fees because mm-hmm. it is a product that's mm-hmm. just so and since they are quite expensive, I remember I don't know at the time, even if it was like maybe nineteen percent of the of the price, it was something like five hundred dollars, which is not nothing for an indie, you know.
0: Yeah, no doubt. So,
2: but like I think that nowadays they they this was again twelve years ago, ten years ago. Uh, probably they might have streamlined things more now because I yeah, I had it. I don't quite you- know are you trying to focus primarily on like
0: PC and Xbox or are you trying to also go on PlayStation and switch or what?
2: I mean, I feel like no PC and Xbox has the way to go currently for me. Uh, I don't really have the bandwidth. That's one of the reasons why I was looking for publishers because it is, my game is a bit more complex than the, uh, a bit more is this understatement. It's, it's orders of magnitude more complex than my previous game. So I know the difficulties of porting it and, and making it into a product for just one platform so looking at it now i just don't think there's a i have the bandwidth to do it in more than one platform if if once it's released has it has some like this the success that i expect and hope i can do it if i had a publisher maybe they would help out but currently yeah it's it's the only way to do it so like hmm self-publishing is the it's a reality of self-publishing
0: hey i mean that there could be positives of that right if you're a self-publishing yeah. that game blows up it's uh it's going to be really good for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
2: all it, it's all your money uh because yes everyone takes a cut but yeah definitely uh that that could happen uh but it is a lot harder i i do think that there's um like looking at it now and knowing the things that I know about the business and, st- and stuff it's marketing and um and just knowing the right people is probably more important than the quality of your game oh shit <laughs> i think i think that's
0: true in most facets of life you know like i think yeah, a lot it's of people true. get promoted from who they know not what they do absolutely
2: <laughs> like the the movies that get made are just yeah, the the hands you've greased. Yep. Which I guess, yeah. Too bad. Yeah. But, Maybe not totally. I mean, that's also a big <laughs> that's played. Yeah. And I guess yes, a lot of big budget, huge things still crash and burn. And yeah, one expects that at least quality saves you from that, right? No matter where you are. If you do get get a good deal or a bad deal, at least the quality will probably put you towards the head of your options
0: no doubt and how many hours would you say the game is if you had to guess because i know there's a you know mostly a single player game now even though it has a multiplayer assets and stuff in there
2: yeah there's um well it varies a lot because my game it i have a bad tendency to make things that are very difficult so i can i can probably finish it in some somewhere like three hours okay fully finish it uh but from playtesting for from people that i've been trying it i'd say that it's closer to 15 hours oh wow okay and and if it's like if if you complete it yeah definitely if you complete it i would say no no shorter than 15 hours but like even the the, the basic non-true ending uh I, i'd say it's probably closer to 12 15 hours yeah did you want to talk about the name of the game
0: or are you not ready to do that yet? <laughs> right. or do you want to I, talk about uh you know any any other details around the game?
2: I mean uh no I'm happy to the thing is that I actually had forgotten about it because I I recently changed the name of the game. I don't know if it was a smart move but it was it was called NBB Arena which it's an and uh, what's it called when it's the name of NBB uh, it's an uh, Anagram? An no, not mm-hmm. acronym. acronym. It's an acronym, uh, but it was very generic. It just sounded like nothing. It it is a sports like acronym, NBB Arena. Uh, that's what I wanted it to sound like. But people were like reading it as too bluntly that, like just like NBA, kind of like a thing. Which with the image, with the look of the of the of the game, kind of. You can tell that it, it's maybe too misleading, so I've re—I mean, I've changed the the a lot of the the graphics in the game as well to name it nbb.exe. Now it's called like because it kind of goes more into what the game is actually about, kind of starting the mystery of like it is, it is a virtual reality environment. Sort of, it's a the the game presents that pretty pretty early that it's not uh, like the sports metaphor is just there very much as a metaphor it's kind of it goes under it, it goes under the surface very quickly so yeah nbb.exe and it's yeah it's a top down puzzle platformer action with a lot of different <laughs> everything you'd like in a game <laughs> I, I, I mean, and, and maybe everything you hate it's 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 tricky it's a tricky game i i have seen people rage quit at my game and so yeah but it also has some multiplayer and and like easier ways around certain of the challenges like a lot of the challenges can be done in multiplayer and they, they sort of break the game and i've decided to leave a lot of the breaking of the game in because i think it's fun like if you can find the thing that like just skips the sequence, go ahead, like do it. Like <laughs> speed, I, I'm will have fun with that. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah I thought that that'd be a fun thing. Um, so yeah, it's a. It's, I, I hope that people will see kind of like the depth of it, uh, because it's a much more like I don't know. You you said you hadn't had you played Tunic or not, or you hadn't played. Not Tunic? yet. I had it, but downloaded, that was a, But
0: I haven't played it yet.
2: Yeah, that was a big inspiration because in the surface it's just kind of like a like a cute Zelda-like tunic. Mm-hmm. But when you go deeper it like well, it has a lot of Souls mechanics as well. But it also has a lot of interesting implications of narrative or of of the world of what it means in the world uh the different mechanics so yeah, that's kind of where where what I was going with it. It's it's much closer to a yeah like to that fez that puzzle game than to just an like a quick uh, like skill based Mario.
1: In some when, ways, when uh, do you think this game would be out? Like when would you like to have it out by Christmas <laughs> this year?
2: Maybe uh, about I'm I'm looking at the year honestly, and I'm uh-huh. right now the the game is ready. It's kind of ready. Uh, there's there's things to do like but smaller things uh, like like achievements for different platforms and that sort of thing uh, make sure that the performance is good for all the <laughs> different uh, but uh, so so more than anything I'm just looking for there not to be nuclear bombs in the <laughs> in the direct proximity of my launch although it's a it's an indie game like it, of course it would affect uh me if like a zelda came out next to it but mm-hmm. most of the time it it does move in completely different circles right like the yeah. people that are interested in, in a game like mine are not likely to be the people that are gonna be buying a, a call of duty or i don't know or yeah uh, the, the final fantasy like it's and even even if that's the case it's a cheaper game it's a shorter game it's a it's a game that can probably coexist with huge monsters but yeah it also i hope ma- you get it on on game nice. pass man i think that'll be
0: a huge boon you know it's gonna get a lot of eyeballs on that even the people that don't have game pass might be interested at that point i think i think that's a, a great yeah. option
2: yeah, yeah i'm working on it i'm i'm hoping that that's that'll be an option it did require some Knowing people, knowing people, yeah, exactly. To talk to to get the you know
0: can probably get a discussion around. I'm sure was challenging.
2: Yeah, but yeah, hopefully that that that'd be great. Uh, if if it's not this year, it'll be very early next year. I want to really give it time to see if I can get maybe not publishers for development side, but publishers mm-hmm. for the marketing side if necessary. Like yeah, something. Something to really uh, give it a fair shake in a way, because if I just put it out, it won't it won't have the the fairest of receptions. I know I've I've done it before. You know
0: what are you talking about, man? There's there, nothing gets buried on the e shop or on the the PlayStation yeah. Store or on Xbox. Nothing gets buried in there.
2: No, <laughs> no. There's not not a million games coming out every day. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of scary. But yeah, well, I'm the, sure, the, the sad I'm part sure is
0: half of those games shouldn't even be on there because, you know, they're like, oh, well, you that, know, just pooped out overnight, you know. Wait till AI takes off, man. They're going to be pooping out stuff all over the place <laughs> that nobody they, took the time to do anything with. You know, when you no, spend yeah, that, years no. on your game and these people turn around games in six months.
2: That's that's scary. And it also is difficult, I, I imagine, for the platform holders to, like, dis- discern which what is which, you know? Because I think that, like... About it. Yes, they should maybe get people that are actually playing the games for one. But uh, but yeah, I, I do imagine that like I I like to think that my game looks better than a lot of those like I don't know idle clickers in those stores. But but for uh I, I, uh, I don't know for the people who review games for the store in in PlayStation or in in Xbox, I don't I don't know. Maybe for them it's all the same. Like. They see uh, a hot anime lady, and you have to have it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's half of it. The other
0: half is the, the the ridiculous names they come up with now. Like they they just yeah. try to hit all the SEO terms, so their their name is like forty words long, you know, to try to get whatever they can off a of search engine optimization, so their name appears when they. Choose. I've seen
2: that. Yeah.
0: It's It like, doesn't even make any damn sense. It's like, what the hell's the title of your game? Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's
2: a ridiculous yeah program. hot bikini party sl- slasher ak-47 <laughs> what it's <laughs> absurd zombie no, i do
0: hope your game uh, rises above the rest because you certainly deserve it with the effort and time that you have put in so far
2: i hope so i i'm really pretty happy with it i'm yeah quite quite proud of what it's it is now
1: that's yeah. cool we have, i look forward to, to trying it out i really do
2: I can't wait to to see you guys rage. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. It's fun.
0: For our next topic, we're going to get into the love of 2D, the sad demise of 2D pixel art games. And discussion would really have to start around CRTs. So CRTs are really the reason people made pixel art to begin with. Like you had to make them fit and you had to design games in a very specific way to work well on a CRT. Right. And, If you guys don't have CRTs, you should have at least one CRT in your house because it's the proper way to play old school games, first of all. Um, Second of all, that art was designed to fit on it. So unless you have an upscaler or or certain technology and you you try to plug one of those systems in to a modern TV, it's going to look like crap, first of all. It was not designed for it.
2: Yeah, Um, absolutely disgusting. It's horrible. Yeah. Yes.
0: (laughs) But then you plug it into a CRT, it's like, oh, oh, this looks great. This is so much better.
2: Yeah, it's it's probably true. I yeah. I don't I don't actually have a CRT. I don't have the. I don't think I ever had a CRT, personally. Oh my,
0: you're breaking my heart, man. <laughs> you got. It. You need to go get one.
2: Yeah. Sure. Go, this go is your, the time. This is the to, moment. Dude,
0: the good ones are going for five to six hundred dollars now, and, and the, the really good ones are going for over a grand. Uh,
2: no. Wow. I mean, maybe one day. I don't know. I have you have many pixels in a in a, in a 4K OLED like they're going to s- simulate it well enough <laughs> i hope i mean i don't know
0: if you have but an upscale sure. or something to fix it yes
2: i bet, <laughs> i believe you i believe you it's it's fine will i just don't have time for that right now but i <laughs> believe you no it's true it's true i understand that that's the that's what kind of inspired that aesthetic as well like the the 2D and and um, explains the the way that those games looked and mm-hmm. and mechanically how they worked as well. Exactly, the just, yeah. there was yeah. a reason
0: behind that style, right? Yeah. Um, but but I now love
1: it. I love two D man. I miss I miss two d so much. I mean, back mm-hmm. in the day, that's really all we had was two D until the rise of polygons. You know, with Virtual Fighter and then Tekken and you know, it just kind of went from there the PlayStation introduced three D. But I I I don't know, man. I I miss I miss side scrolling, flat, hand drawn 2D art. Yeah.
2: No, it's true. I actually something that we didn't say in the interview before, uh I think that my first real like Im- crazy love for video games started in the arcades. I remember seeing like Samurai Showdown 2 and that art
1: mm-hmm.
2: was incredible. It was great. It was like, great. yeah, and those sprites were just beautiful. And and yeah, I those when, were CRTs also. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, then then yeah, sure. I I've seen them. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, like you, you definitely saw CRTs. Maybe you no, didn't yeah, one, sure. but you've certainly seen them.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember he being completely heartbroken when like Street Fighter Four became 3D. I was like, "What the? F- what are you doing? Why are you breaking it?" It was the same thing and
0: with Mortal Kombat. when they made Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat. Yeah. Four. I think it was was 3D. Yeah. I was like, "This is terrible." I was like, "What the it hell was. is this?" Yeah, man.
1: But you know, I think of Symphony of the Night, Castlevania, gorgeous, gorgeous 2D That's game. True. Or I think of snk like you said samurai showdown or metal slug 2d art it was it's oh i miss it i miss it
2: definitely it is um it's something that like has become a bit of a style today but i also fear that like we, we we talked about it the the square enix look of it that they've done kind of bringing back the big chunky pixels. It's nice but i also feel like it kind of bastardizes it a bit because it puts it as if it was cutouts in a 3d world Mm -hmm. and it it just looks dirty often i just miss the 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 cleaner i don't know the secret of mana looking pixels Mm -hmm. the they're really yeah i don't know it all felt like there was a more of a hierarchy of the information it was very well presented for you to recognize your sprite in the background in the world every sprite was thought out to be readable from a distance with the limited pixels that they had and so everything like that 2d hd and kind of like that sort of like i don't know modern pixel art often i don't know looks dirty it it just doesn't (laughs) yeah i'll take it it. i'll
0: I'll take it but sure I think that, uh, you know, the, the stuff that all of us would enjoy more would be, like, the stuff that any crates does with, like, you know, uh, Curse of the Moon uh, sure. is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Awesome art. I mean, that is, like, a true old-school game in a modern, you know, with, with modern consoles.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and there is there is a few that I have actually done a, a fairly good job with that, uh, with uh, more uh, interesting takes on, like, the 2D art. Like, the... Um, I, I, I don't know... Don't know if we spoke about this before, but like the dead cells, because dead cells is really interesting in the way that it actually it does like the the Mortal Kombat thing. It it makes the 3D characters, but it renders them out into 2D sprites, and then it uses the 2D sprites as uh, the character in the world. So everything looks a lot flat, like flatter, and it, they can do cooler effects and kind of like less constrained by the movements of 3d and anything like that so that's kind of a a cool wink to that in in that way yeah the art looks great i wish i could get into that
0: game that's like one. if you're like name five games you wish you could get into that would definitely be on my list of like Mm -hmm. i wish i wish it wasn't a roguelike i wish it was just a damn (laughs) regular like metroidvania style game and i would be all over that two seconds
1: well, Matt, well, could, that, about... that could be a topic for for later <laughs> for a <for> future show <laughs> i remember we talked
2: about uh hollow knight 2 then but do yes. you haven't you still haven't have you have you gotten back into it no 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 not. i mean i i have it. it's go
0: it's going to be played it's a it's you you've taken it from like i've almost forgot about the game to like
2: don't forget probably, about
0: like it. here's the problem I got Zelda now, so Zelda's like here, oh. and Hollow Knight's like here, and Zelda's like an hour, If once I start Zelda, my life is over, w- which used to, <laughs> before I had a child, it would probably be like, uh, my life is over for a month or two, now now it's like six to nine months, like that's what I'm looking yeah. at with Zelda, like it's going to take me forever to get through that game now.
2: You're never going to do it,
0: huh? You're never going to do it. <laughs> as, the, as the sequel gets closer, I'm, the pressure will be on, and I have a feeling, I'm just yeah. going to be like, I just got to go through, how many hours would you say the game is? If
2: you had to guess. Oh, uh, it it depends, but if you wanna do like a real full completion, it's probably over over fifty, sixty hours. Oh, oh man, that's wow. Wild. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if you're good, because I think that if, for me it actually took like eighty. Oh hours to shit. <laughs> beat the whole game like complete. Like a hundred and fifteen percent, I believe, is the completion. You can Gotta do love that, that. You know, Gotta love yeah, that. <laughs> over a hundred percent of completion. But no, it, that's that's one fantastic like 2D game that doesn't do the pixel art, but it, it is actually using the, the more modern technology to keep it, kind of keep that expression, keep that clarity, keep that clarity of action. And it's, yeah, it's very successful at that, um, kind of using both worlds because the technology does allow it to be 3D if it wanted, you know, like it, it could be 3D. Um, much like the Ori and the Blind Forest games, which they oh. are 3D. Those games they are, are so good. So, yeah. so good. But yeah, they use a lot of that to kind of evoke that 2D feeling, right? Those... Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, those games feel like 2D games. Like,
2: you know, yeah.
0: ba- they basically are. The art's just not exactly the same like you were mentioning before. But yeah. I mean, to me, those are like, they're like this close to being that. You know, it's like right there.
2: For sure. Those are pretty, pretty games. <laughs> you ever played so right 4 Yeah.
1: What do we we think about, like, the 2.5D? Like, you know... Well, that's a a 2.5D, kind of. Because I think the first thing 2.5D that comes to my mind is Shadow Complex. Because it was on a 2D plane, but the environments and the characters had that 3D model look to them. Yeah. But what about Mortal Kombat? Does Mortal Kombat count as 2.5D?
2: Yeah. I guess so, nowadays. I mean, I think that it, it, you have to be kind of careful with those games because like if you look at like what is limbo limbo's considered a bit of uh, like a two d game limbo's so good, oh my God, it's very good as well <laughs> but but what about inside as well again, inside very is good. even better
0: inside is yeah. way better than limbo, and limbo is fantastic
2: but that's a that's almost a fully three d game almost right like it yeah. You can't you can't walk into the, the the screen, but yesterday I started playing this Planet of Lana game, which looks beautiful. It looks incredible. And it is a fully three D game, but but it is it, it does move in the two D plane. It's a two point five D game. But um But yeah, I I, I don't know if the two point five Dness of it really helps it in a way. Or if it really Yeah. If it really needed that in a way, Um, I think that sometimes that actually muddles with the clarity of the action. Like a lot of the puzzles, you're not sure where you're colliding with something, where you're gonna climb with something. So in that, in those cases, sometimes it's a little bit more. I don't know if it's beneficial. I guess what comes
0: down to is the art, right? Because the art, you know, at the end of the day, the art is gonna win me over and let me forget Mm -hmm. about it. Because if you know the games that we're bringing up now, like oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah and they're they're Mm. not like (laughs) true 2d but if you look at you know i'll I'll go back to um you know Bloodstained, which which wasn't curse of the moon it was bloodstained ritual of the night that was 2.5d and i was like eh "Eh, whatever Mm. but the ones that Mm -hmm. you know that were the 2d ones were like so much better in my opinion i mean as far as the art goes i'm only talking about art nothing else the the 2d ones i didn't
2: play the 2d ones but yeah why oh my
0: god you gotta play the 2d ones man did you like castlevania 3
2: yes i have played that game i haven't really played castlevanias it's like that's before my time Uh, so good i i I went back to play metroid you know that's Mm. that's how much i i have a hole in my back my backstory of games because it's yeah i did i just didn't play games back in the day
0: i understand i understand i'm not judging there's plenty of stuff that i miss too
2: (laughs) and i would love to maybe go back to those games a lot of the older games that's my issue with like a lot of the 2d art in some ways is that like it's anchored in gameplay that is just difficult to go back to now like i think that a lot of those games (sighs) are beautiful
0: it depends on what you're talking about though wes can you tell him about the greatness of 2d games back in the day (laughs)
1: oh man no i believe they were colorful they were fun it was just i think of like a stall for sega saturn it's just it's beautifully painted it's very bright and colorful it's you know just oh man 2d gaming was was it
2: no i definitely believe it i'm not trying to say that it's not it's just (laughs) something that going back to it from now sometimes a lot of old Mm. games are just hard Mm. to no to no, no. Just, no. Like at least con- control wise, no. It depends. It depends. Yeah, people I imagine. If you go so. back and
0: go, like, Goldeneye is trash," I'm like, "You need to play it for more than ten <laughs> minutes. You need to spend more than ten minutes trying to play the damn game, and you'll understand right. how good it was."
2: No, I, 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 I and I, there are games from back then that I really do love, but, um, but I do find even the ones that I do love, going back now, sometimes I'm like, "Oh shit, this." this is hard to play now with my mind, the way that it works.
1: I understand that. Uh, I can get that.
2: Yeah. But I, but I definitely know, I know like, I remember like my experience, like playing the, the, the Prince of Persia, the, the Mac one with the (laughs) black, black and white. And I thought that it was a perfectly fine game. And now I play it and I'm like, you press the button to jump. And there's like, two full seconds where the guy's just running to his, to his <laughs> like, what's happening here? <laughs> but you look at it, uh, even now, you look at that game, and it's actually kind of beautiful, the animations and everything. It's pretty impressive, like the rotoscoping battles and stuff mm-hmm. that you had to kind of like, yeah, you had to plan ahead of the battles because you like attack, parry, counterattack. It's like pretty cool. I um, went back and yeah. played
0: the original Tomb Raider a few months ago on PS1. Ooh holy oh, crap man like i i'll <laughs> give you that man i w- i probably spent 45 minutes just reconfiguring myself to the controller i was like this is insane like i can't believe how difficult mm, this game
2: is man. to play like today that that game was never good like well sorry going back to <laughs> mm, it's going going it's, back to, to it's sonic, not great right? today but it, yeah. <laughs> going back to sonic right
0: oh no what are you trying to do here what are you trying to
2: start bernardo no I do i i honestly i do want to make my case about sonic i think that sonic looks cool so, sonic has incredible music but i ne- i don't think that sonic was ever well designed in the sense of there's one level in every sonic game that's fantastic that allows you to go fast and finish the level that's it that's all you want it's a racing game really but like Sonic always has to be like, oh, actually we're gonna put an obstacle here that requires you to jump at exactly the right time and bounce off and like start running up the other way. And if you're not pressing the button in the right direction, you're gonna start slowing down and then you can't make that jump. And then you're stuck in this like middle of a curve where you can't run one way or the other without enough momentum. And it just feels so shitty. <laughs> so, like- Here's why. In the '90s,
0: uh, uh, if you count inflation, games were way more expensive in the '90s than they are now. Sure, you didn't get games all the time, man, unless your family was rich. So I'm sure those, those lessons that it taught you, were so you could play that level 500 times and get your money's worth out of the
2: game. <laughs> I guess, but still, there's so much momentum, there's so much speed, and it just goes so counter to the exploration of those levels. You know, it's.
0: One you or the what, other. You know what actually feels good is is the new Sonic game. The new Sonic game is in an open world, so it kind of gives you more freedom to do the you know the speed without being you know.
2: Uh, Are you talking of of uh, the, the the just recent one? Frontier. It's actually, yeah. Is it good?
0: It. It's good. Is it great? Probably okay. wouldn't call it great. It's it is the best 3D Sonic game since the Dreamcast once. I'll I'm put it sure. that way.
2: And that game did make me buy a Dreamcast. Well, here we go.
0: That's what I'm telling that... you, man. Like it's actually it has a solid foundation, and will... being in the open space allows you to continue that momentum without having to stop constantly.
2: That's good. Um, does it have chows, though?
0: I mean, of course it doesn't have chows. I mean, who? Come on, man. You're asking them to bring back the VMU, and I mean that would be yes. like that would be the greatest day. Of all days, if we had a VMU again.
2: You don't even need a VMU now. You just make an app. An app, and you can have your chows right here. It'd be <laughs> wonderful. That's what we need. Game system service. Chow, chow Garden as a service. Gotcha, yeah. chow. Uh, the,
0: the Dreamcast is probably Wes's favorite system, right? We went over this before, Wes. That's your favorite system. Yes, it is. I mean, yes, you're talking... Is. And I had a Dreamcast when it came out. I, I mean there's I love a lot that of love thing. for the dreamcast
2: man yeah it's probably one of my favorite w- ones as well because it's the first d- uh system that i bought with my own money
0: i think it might have been mine actually too i think it was yeah. it was that's interesting
2: yeah anyway we super we super went off of uh topic yeah, here that's, that's, that's fine <laughs> <laughs> i guess we to... kind of went into the other topic sort of into the next topic that i'm looking at here
0: we did and we're gonna get into that in just a moment because i need a beer yeah
2: yeah i'm sorry I, i'm sure 2d games are wonderful I'm, I'm i'm just ignorant i do need to get back to that i, I will yeah. play Castlevania. you don't another... understand
0: like the, the 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 feelings of ninja gaiden when i was like seven years old playing this badass ninja and there was cutscenes for like the, the first time i really remember seeing cutscenes. i was like holy shit this is like the pinnacle of video games. I feel like they'd frustrate me now. i just suck. i just suck really bad at them. Look, there's some, like, there is some bullshit. There's, like, knockback where, like, an enemy will hit, you know, knock knockback. You get hit by an enemy, you get, you get thrown off an edge. That shit is yeah. brutal in Ninja Gaiden. That shit happens all the time. But then you learn, like, the way that the game functions, and you're like, all right, I know how to do this now. After after like a thousand times of you dying, you figure it out, you know, like eventually. I, I,
2: I've tried going back to like the, I know that it's not the, the thing, but like Mega Man. Because I thought, hey, I, I've never played any Mega Man's. Some t- some years ago, I had never played any Mega Man's ever. And so I went back to one, two, three, and I tried playing a few of those. And like, I just, those games are unplayable. The way that, like, how sticky you are, how much you have to jump, jump, jump. And, like, it's very specific what you need to be doing in order to play those games properly. There's no improvisation. It's a pattern, man. Everything's a pattern back then. Games were designed in that way, which is cool, but it's, like, nowadays, just my brain doesn't work that way. I don't know. I feel I I would have to go back and just really learn, really sit down and learn it.
0: This is how you
2: do it. I I don't know that yeah. you would get over that hump though
0: because games are so much more complex now. Like it, it, you know, if you started there, you'd be you'd have an appreciation for it. But going back, I can mm. understand going back would be so much more difficult. It's like why did they do this? Because they had to. There was nothing else to do. Like this is what they yeah.
2: had. You know, there's certain complexities.
1: Well, but well, here's a question for you though: <laughs> Are you are you viewing those games through the eyes of a developer or as a gamer? Mm. Uh,
2: i mean sometimes i guess it's it's unavoidable like I, i like to think of it as a developer because i also think of like this would have been fun to make because it would have been like the first time that you'd make something like that right but oftentimes it's very interesting to see them because like there was not that much different like technological leaps that you could make in games back then so when you look at castlevania versus metroid versus mario like they are in a functional level basically the same right it's not what you are doing in the game it's not that there's like extra technology or the 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 only ways in which they differentiate themselves is kind of like in goals and how you accomplish those goals in different ways right because Metroid has a world, which n- not neither of the other ones really have. Mario has kind of an overworld and a and like different levels, but and Castlevania kind of the originals were not really like open world. They have, they have a they, they have, have a map, but they're they're yeah. all linear levels. Yeah, but like yeah, in in many ways, the aesthetics of those games were what defined the games. So it's kind of interesting to see what they made like the different changes that they made to differentiate themselves, which today, like when you're looking at like a, a, I don't know, a 4X game or a, like a, yeah, a third person shooter, they're just like, they're way different in ways, you know? I mean, I would um, argue
0: that the combat would be the biggest thing between them. Cause yeah. you know, Mario versus Zelda versus Castlevania, they all have very different combat. And that's, that goes back to like, I think Wes yeah. probably agrees with me with this more. Gameplay is king like your story and all, sure. like all that stuff is fantastic but if your game feels great to play nothing yeah. else really matters at the end of the day at least at least for me mm-hmm. personally
2: 100 yeah, percent. especially in that type, i'm 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 thinking that i actually said really stupid shit because um because there's also like adventure games there was also adventure games that were completely different functionally um and there's yeah there's more i mean 4X or, or real-time strategy always existed, basically. It's mm-hmm. one of those. Those that people I are psychopaths, though. That doesn't count. Nobody's playing strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to love... Um, what was it that I... I well, Warcraft 2 was the first one, but I used to really love Alpha Centauri 1. That was a game that I literally lost 18 hours to straight. Mm. I didn't do anything other than play that game Holy for 18 crap. hours. crap
1: wow yeah so i think my long.
2: longest run might be like 10 hours like 15 <laughs> hours
0: is a long time dude like
2: <laughs> it was very very long when i was young too like i didn't even, like yeah it was very responsible and terrible i was left to my own devices and i learned where are my adults supervising me like there should be adults here preventing me from doing this shit your parents
0: didn't even want you playing games how the hell did you end up in that situation <laughs>
2: Well, it was uh studying technically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but it was in it was in holiday, so it it was off bounds. Yeah. yeah. Um and it was in the computer, so like yes, you're studying in the computer, of course. It's a learning tool. It's not a gaming tool.
1: Right. I didn't know this.
2: Right. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got yeah. my
0: parents. You know, my parents got my first computer for the same reason. Like, oh, I'm gonna use it for school. I was using that yeah. to download music and like talk to people and shit. I was like, <laughs> they got, I wrote exactly. some papers on it, sure, but I was mostly using it for my own entertainment, obviously.
2: Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I think that functionally, like the 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 games earlier, I do think about them in the game dev perspective mm-hmm. because. Well, again, tying up to the modern, to the to the topic that we were gonna talk about, the, like how modern games have kind of maybe lost their way, but they simply have not changed that much. That the 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 actual building blocks and designs of modern games versus older games maybe have have reversed a bit in their well, evolution. They're devolved. De- let's pause for one
0: second and just understand this for a minute. When you say older games, give me a timeline. Are you talking about games from like the 70s and 80s, the 90s, the 2000s? Like what is your, what your definition of it has an evolvement from older games? Because Wes, not to, not to bring it up, yeah. has been there since the beginning. So he's seen it all. So what, what is your definition of
1: older games? Well, but I mean, It I could be a system. You know, like okay. system system time period. Like, are we talking Nintendo? Are we talking Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo? Are we talking PlayStation?
2: I mean, I mostly, I mostly am talking about like PC, because that's where I could play some, right? Okay. But when I when, okay. when when you look about it, for example, I remember Sokoban. This was a game that my mother used to play. It's a it's a very. Wait, eight, it's like, like, hang on! Hang on.
0: Your mother huh? was playing games and telling you that there was no value in them and you shouldn't be playing games. Is
2: that what was <laughs> happening in your household? You know what happens is that people play you know how people play games on their phones, you know? Yeah. And but they still say like oh games are for like losers, you know? Because they're not thinking that they're <laughs> playing games. They're just spending time that is idle in games. That's what they do uh, often. Mm-hmm. like a lot of the time so my father when he's like hours playing solitaire he's not playing he doesn't there's no value to that time in his mind he's using that time for i don't know thinking about other things organizing his brain and and just spending time idle idly which is not how i or I imagine how either of you play games, right? How either of us eh, gamers play games. We don't think about it as just like, oh, I'm just going to die here like, for, for a while. I'm just going to let time pass. Because a, a lot of gamers do. Like a lot of non-gamers do. Just They're just disconnecting.
0: No, I, I'm all about that gameplay, that story. So, something's going to draw me to your game, right? Yeah. It's, there's something bringing me yep. in. And it's, you know...
2: But anyway, Sokoban... Yeah, come on. <laughs> Sokoban. Sokoban was... I don't know if you guys have seen Sokoban. No. It's really a game cool. where... It's basically a labyrinth where you can only push boxes. Oh. Right? You, it's like Shaman on to, the Sega Genesis. Probably it, it's probably that game, right? It's, it's literally pushing boxes around a warehouse. It's a puzzle and game. Around a, yeah, it's a puzzle game. <laughs> and you have to push them into specific positions. Mm-hmm. When yeah, you push they, all yes. the boxes into specific positions, exactly species, the same. Yep, it is probably that game. That game has been like copied and and evolved into a number of other like games uh, later on. But like I, I look at those puzzles, and those puzzles are incredibly complex and incredibly well designed, right? I don't see a lot of games today, like with the technology that we have, doing much more interesting puzzle design than that you know much like i don't see uh ai being much smarter than the ai in warcraft 1 you know which was brutal but and and that's what i mean like in certain like in the in the programming side of things i feel like or at least in the gameplay programming side of things i feel like we've stav- stagnated a lot in the ter- in terms of like um interesting uh gameplay uh defining features right so because
0: the creativity function is just you know stagnant that's what you're saying for the
2: most part i mean i'm sure that like no i don't want to say that because that's very mean but like for example in like a lot of the evolution and of the modern like what is a modern game today is graphics it's graphics Mm -hmm. it's sound it's cinematics is uh, mo- like the animation capture, the lighting effects?
0: Let, let but- me correct everyone for just one second. These people out here playing games at 30 frames per second, and then you know bumping up the graphics, you're all wrong. You're living your life completely wrong, first of all. You need to have 60 frames as a minimum. You know, if, if you have the option to at least I know the New Zelda game's at 30, and it supposedly runs pretty fine, that, that's great. But if Sony or Xbox is giving you the option to run it 60 frames and you're choosing the graphics over the frames, you're living your life incorrectly.
2: I mean, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even care about that. I'm not going to say nothing about that. But the the point is that there is a a big investment into things that are not doing anything for your game. You know, not anything really. It shines better. It just. The light rays go through your visor in more realistic ways. It bounces off your eyelids. I don't know. It's there. There are things that like that. I get very frustrated looking at like uh, digital foundry, which I understand that some people are nerds for that shit, right? But like when when they're like, let's zoom in into this blade of grass. And it's like, ooh, see how well lit that is—that shadow in the blade of grass. Yes, that's what T E X A A causes in this game, and that's an incredible implementation. I'm like, who stopped or cared or started playing a game because of how the blade of grass was lit? Oh, like to, to your point, <laughs> the
0: Nintendo Switch is like way beyond power for sure, and it's outselling. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know its its sales have declined recently but it's still like the third best-selling system of all time. Are you, are you kidding yeah. me? No one cares. Yeah. At the end of the day, the consumers, the people who are paying the money, don't give a crap as long as you have fun and interesting games to play, which I would argue mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild and you know, Tears of the Kingdom. There's no other games like that. You, know, you might have games with similar functions like you're talking about, but the, the level of thought and you know, attention to detail outside of graphics is mostly beyond anything anybody else is doing
2: yeah yeah i mean i don't know if most is beyond anything because i do think that in that in those particular terms in the nintendo camp there's a lot of just legacy it is but I, i i do agree with you to that extent i will agree with
0: you with that with mario when mario odyssey came out i was like this is a good Mario game. This isn't the best Mario game. Everybody's like, this is the greatest Mario game of all time. Like,
2: Yeah. I liked it. I, I didn't love it, but it was a Mario. Was I'm in the same it boat. It was a good Mario game.
0: I don't understand yeah. how people think it was the greatest of all time. But everybody has different opinions, right? But that didn't really... That was more like Mario 64 than anything else. But Breath of the right. Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom, those two games were very different for Zelda. And, you know... yeah. Um, those have advanced physics engines doing all sorts of stuff lets people be creative and actually like you were talking about with your game kind of break the game to an extent mm. and it doesn't yeah. feel it doesn't feel like cheap it feels like oh you outsmarted the game this is your reward you can complete this task now
2: for sure i mean there's nothing more frustrating for me than like comparing that to for example the the latest god of war which i actually hated i hated that game it's I a wonderful I game it's, it's, like in, oh. I have to say. it's a it's a wonderful oh. it's a wonderful product right it's incredibly well made do you love it wes
1: i loved it every minute right. of it
2: if you if you loved god of war and and it's not oh. just god of war i think that it is a lot of the sony game which i call the sony game it's this big cinematic open world like a lot of crafting a lot of options a lot of many quests many people and a lot of companions that will run behind you and it'll be like oh we're getting into the an area where where a puzzle might be so i'm just <laughs> going to point out what how you should solve this <laughs> right you
0: know, and out, that shit is annoying no doubt.
1: okay yeah it does happen it does happen
2: sometimes, sometimes you even see the puzzle and you're like on your way to solve it and the people will be like you should try shooting an arrow at that. And I'm like, I know, I'm f***ing aiming the arrow. What are you <laughs> just like, what do you want? And it's like and 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 yeah, there are things, particularly in God of War, where I was very frustrated with the fact that I was like, okay, I'm gonna like give give myself some time and explore this area, right? And either there'll be an NPC or there'll be something in the story that'll be like, mm. Nope, sorry, you can't right now. And it it could yeah. be like and the, the funny thing is that like you sometimes walk three steps forward and there'll be a quest giver that'll tell you, explore this area now. And I'm like, Oh thank you. Now I'm gonna go back and op- and open the door that was closed for no reason. And it's like just let me do it. Let me break the game a bit, you know? Let me go and explore the world that you've so lovingly created and crafted. But no, 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 no. In the right order, boys. Don't don't do it out of order or, or Daddy Zeus will be mad. I don't know. <laughs> well, that goes back
0: to the New Zelda games, man. You can go in, you can go straight to the boss. You can go straight. Let's to the boss. Him. You're probably going to die, but you can go straight to him. I'm
1: yeah. sorry. Wes, no, what that's you always cool. I was just going to say, God of War was epic, like the first one and and Ragnarok. It was storytelling wise, it was Hang epic. On. Don't talk about the end of Ragnarok because I haven't even started. I, it yet. I'm not going to say a word. I'm just saying it was okay. like they were they were epic as far as storytelling. You know, not just the graphics. Gameplay was was top notch, but yeah, no, I I see your point. But yes, that does happen.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot in the, <laughs> but like it, I think that it, it it infects a lot of modern like game sensibilities where they're too scared that players will either not understand or either like lose interest or become stuck at a point. And because of that, I feel like games like yeah, like Zelda or like Elden Ring, where or or Souls in general, have gone very against the grain, kind of giving you the freedoms and the lack of guidance that some people just are looking for to get lost, to get it to explore, to to just have a I don't know a role play in the world. They
0: right. they cut some of that stuff out of Horizon, which I was happy about. Like she would ca- kept That's true. Like, saying, "Oh, I can put this, you know, in my my satchel for later or some shit like that." I'm like shut the. F-. I was like, "I know, you said that <laughs> seven hundred times. I've been playing the game for one hour. Shut up, <laughs> yeah. shut up." Yeah, no, they up. did I understand some. Where it goes?
2: <laughs> yeah, they did some improvement in that. Like Horizon had some nice things, but I oh, yeah, love although- Horizon. Love both of them. Both of them. I haven't finished the second one. It was Dude. too long. Too long.
0: I still haven't I, yeah. played either one
1: yet, so <laughs>
0: you're you're Wes Wes
2: <laughs> Horizon.
0: I mean, is if like you fantastic, if man. you like it, really if,
2: is. If, if you like God of War, I think that there's no like downside to that one because they're similar games in ways. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you this, yeah. Wes, right now: the combat in Horizon is ten
0: times better than the combat in God of War. Ten times better. It's
2: different. I don't know oh, if no, ten times better. I actually. Oh, hey! I'm, I'm. I like. I did not like the combat in God of War, particularly Ragnarok. I did. I do really love the combat in in Horizon. I think that it's it's fun. I thought that Horizon got a little bit too precious at the end with like, oh, you have to harvest the the back tooth of a crocodile rep thing while it's alive, while it's alive. So you have to just slow time and shoot right in like in his mouth on this two frames of animation that are just like, uh, okay, and you, need five, you need five of those pieces. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. I'm just not going to have the super cool satchel anymore. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with and you so, with that. There was some annoying shit for sure. But overall, and that was, combat is fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is really. Those yeah, big robots with bow, bow and arrow mm-hmm. is always, it's it's great
1: yes i do yeah. i do love that everybody says it's good i it just haven't gotten around to playing them yet
2: yeah i mean i think that like if you are in the the camp for for the god of war that will be a fun fun time okay and st- stories are fun as well
0: yeah yeah the stories the story actually is very good at the end of horizon just so you know so i don't know if that's gonna right. propel you to finish it but the story is awesome
2: I, okay yeah The the story in
0: Horizon One and Two both get really good at the end. In the middle, you're kind of like, I don't know what the hell, I don't know, I don't know. And then you get to the end, you're like, Oh shit, that was actually pretty good. That's going to be your feeling, Wes, on both games.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I think there's enough gameplay entertainment for that to to cover it up, at least. Yeah, at least in one. I I I did think that two was very long. I I was going for a while before Mm -hmm. anything was happening.
0: Towards the end, I stopped doing the side quests as much and just focused on the story, and I, I got a lot more out of it that way. I was like, shit, dude, I've been playing... I played that game for, I think, 120 hours, and by, like, the hour, like, 90, I was like, all right, I gotta just start doing the,
2: the damn campaign is all I gotta do. And then I had but a much s-
0: better experience that way.
2: But, but see, that, that sort of philosophy to me is kind of like that modern thing about games that they've been doing. It's just really frustrating. I, let a game be 15 hours. Tell a good story. Be done with it, or I'm or with, five. Or, yeah, it feels like they're so scared of like, oh no, people paid seventy dollars for this, so we need to make it last at least eighty hours. And I'm like, please don't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's my time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, if the game is prefer- like a, a tight ten hours, that's like the best for me. I'm like, oh my god, this game was ten hours and it was fantastic. Like, or Journey. Journey was like two hours and it was like the best two hours yeah. of my life. Like, this
2: is fantastic. Exactly. That's that's what i that's what I appreciate in 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 games like the, that that same thing that I was saying with journey like the way that they manage to cut out everything that's not important. it feels like these games are adding a lot of things that simply don't add anything they're just adding it because like it's expected or it's it's a certain like com- committee requirement but why why that's yeah I don't know everything that uh, uh, you be say in game. That's why I'm kind of more excited, although you you did say that you don't like that uh, Assassin's Creed is going back. But I did find, I I didn't really play much of the um, the Odyssey. Odyssey Uh, is
0: spectacular. Odyssey is the best thing they've ever done. I'm sure. The one after that, Mm -hmm. I was not, I I mean, that was probably one of the least interesting Assassin's Creed, which was uh, Valhalla. I was like... Ninety percent out of that game. I tried to finish it, right. and it just kept extending and extending. Every time I <laughs> right. thought it was over, they would add something new, and I was like, "I'm done." I was like, "I don't know when your goddamn game's gonna end. I don't have all this yeah. time." But Odyssey—that's but the thing, right? Odyssey was different, though. The side quest, everything about Odyssey, I loved everything. I was just right. i would have played that for another hundred hours if I could have.
2: Right. I guess I—it—it it went too long for me personally, but I still feel like it's. It's nice for a game like that, which has become the everything game, to kind of go back to the roots of like, no, we're making this type story or gameplay focused game that we want to really tell something meaningful and just be done with it. You know, it, this is not a huge game that you, you are used to. This is a game that maybe is the original, like it's the it's the original image that we had about this game. I'm sure I'm uh, going to
0: like Mirage. I just, I'm okay. going to hold it up to Odyssey standards, and I know there's yeah. going to be things that I'm disappointed about because of that. Yeah,
2: it might, it, it's probably going to be completely different. Like, if yeah. it's going for the, the Unity thing, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully good for it. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, in for shorter and more varied experiences and ways. All right, I just want to thank
0: everybody for being here. Wes, thank you for joining us today. Wes, where can people find you if they want to keep up with you, sir?
1: Again, you can catch me on Instagram at grendel5xbx or at Level Up Entertainment at the Hamilton Mall.
0: And Bernardo, what about you, sir? Where can people follow you at?
2: Yeah, I didn't say none of that. Uh, no, I
0: forgot to mention earlier. Really, but sorry, we're gonna throw a tag up for back then. <laughs>
2: But the best would be uh in uh, at Raptors Games if they want to follow the development um or at Bernardo DelCast in Twitter, both. So, yeah, I don't really do much in any other social media. So, yeah, at Raptors Games.
0: I'm the same way. Twitter only, at from NJ to CA. The two is the number two. You guys can follow me over there. Uh, I want to thank Bernardo once again for joining us today. Again, he does part... He does his own game development, so you guys should certainly follow him and his company over there. Please do that. Uh, Make sure you guys support us over on Patreon if you could. You can support us for as little as $1 a month. That's all you have to do, and that will get you exclusive content every single month. If you guys support us at the $5 level, you get early ad-free access to a variety of our shows, and we hope that you guys consider supporting us over there. Thank you very much. Until next time, you guys take care.